Welcome to season five of Christmas and Chill. I'm Katrina, and August is not here because he gave up on us. That's right. He is. We are still married. We are still <laughs> happily together. Um, but he said he could not watch one more movie of the exact same tropes over and over again. So I dismissed him from his position. However, we have a very important guest with us here today. She's my friend from my youth. We grew up playing music together. She's a delight. And though we will not have the same on-mic sexual chemistry, we will have great friendship chemistry. Everybody welcome. It's Janny. Thank you, Katrina. And may I say that it's such a thrill being on one of my podcasts that's created, maybe my, excuse me, my favorite podcast that's created oh. by people I actually know. So thank wow. you so much for having me here. It's such Long an honor. I'm fan. First time caller. You know what? I think you have submitted like feedback before that I have read on air. So like you've been here just in a different capacity. Now we get to have you fully and we get to talk about falling for Christmas with our girl, Lindsay Lohan. Here's the synopsis. Sierra Belmont, daughter of hotel magnate Beauregard Belmont, is poised to become the chief of atmosphere for her Detty's ski resort. While her self-involved boyfriend, Ted, is proposing to her, Sierra plunges off a mountaintop, injuring her head and developing amnesia along the way. She's found by neighboring resort owner, Jake, who takes her in and puts her to work as a housekeeper. Sierra and Jake develop feelings for each other, and even when Sierra remembers who she is, she chooses Jake over Ted. The end. This is, okay, so Netflix only made like three movies this year. I think they really threw in the towel. So I just decided, me too, and we're only going to do this one movie this year. <laughs> That's perfect. I think, I wonder if they blew their entire budget on getting Lindsay Lohan for this I wonder movie. that, and I wonder if they were like, we already did all the Christmas princesses, princes, and we did all of the princess switches. There's just nothing left. Like, what more could you do? Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to top perfection. I'm really proud of them for knowing when to, when to cut and run. <laughs> Stop when you're hot. Except yeah. on this one, they just kept going. Um, but, you know, I thought maybe we could open it up because this is Lindsay Lohan's triumphant return to the screen um, after a long absence. So, Janie, what do you remember about Lindsay Lohan's career? For me, it began with The Parent Trap. Oh, I think that was her original appearance, right? Yeah, The Parent Trap was her first film in 1998. Yeah, and then I guess uh, Freaky Friday was another one. That she it was did. 2003. Are, sure. Are those yeah. both wrote remakes of movies that came out when we were not born yet? I think so. Um, I, yeah, I think they were both recycles, if you will. So I remember in 2007, which was the year that I turned 21 dating myself, she went through quite the mental breakdown and it was very public in the paparazzi. And I kind of loved that summer. That was the year that she got into a car with Paris Hilton and Britney Spears. And they were famously photographed together. Although apparently nothing was really happening there. But I don't know. It was just a good time for celebrity gossip. Although looking back, you know, probably not the best choices, either in consuming the celebrity gossip or in what was going on in Lindsay's life. But I'm glad that she, she she's back. And then what was it like last summer was the whole like, this is how you throw a party in Mykonos, bitch. Like the thing of her dancing on the beach. Oh, wow. I missed that. <laughs> oh, I, I did miss that. Dang. So she was caught, just to catch up the audience, uh, I believe she was photographed or videoed on a beach in Mykonos. And she was 
doing this absurd dance and like flipping her hair all over the place. And then a DJ on the mic said, this is how you throw a party in Mykonos, bitch. And <laughs> it kind of became a thing. Wow. I want to say it was summer 21. Um, but it was, it's a good time. You should look up the video if you haven't seen it. Um, good for her. Good for her. It looks her. like she really is having the time of her life. And I, I was happy for her. And that well, was the it, first we'd seen of her in a long time, too. Yeah, I mean, in interest of full disclosure, I've seen this movie one and a half times. And <laughs> um, I will say the delight at seeing her on screen does not wear off. No. Um, it, and it's I, great to have her back. It is great to have her back. I did notice, as many in Hollywood, her face has changed some, as happens with both time and aging and reversing the aging process. So there were times when I was like, wow, she looks just like she did in Mean Girls. And other times when I was like, no, she doesn't. <laughs> it's a little different now. Yeah, it was a very comforting to see her face. And I think also lip filler has gotten a lot more popular since um, yeah. the Mean Lips Girls and cheeks. days. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it she's, she's a delight. And um, she was very sweet in this film. She was. And... Um, yeah, well, well, welcome back, Lindsay. I I wish you well. I hope that your late thirties are are treating you well, and that you you have peace and health and happiness. I hope all those things for her too. And it's just so nice. It's like you know, a freeing Britney. It's a, a liberation of a difficult time for somebody that's coming to fruition. So I don't know how much more she has in the pipeline. I'm currently perusing her IMDb. Oh, she was in Glee. Okay, that's interesting since her co-star, the male main character, was also in Glee. Oh, you mean Cord Overstreet? I sure do mean Cord Overstreet. So today we're going to cover Falling for Christmas featuring Lindsay Lohan and our boy Cord Overstreet. Cord, Cord, Cord. <laughs> so did you watch Glee, Janny? Um, I watched, I think, the first two to three seasons. Me it, too. It- came out when I was in college and had access to streaming TV for the first time. Ooh. Um, yeah, it was exciting days. But I kind of stopped, and I don't quite remember why. I think it just got either repetitive or weird. But I also watched, like, the first two to three seasons. And then I, I don't remember who left or who came, but it just wasn't hitting the way it used to. So I stopped watching it, but... I don't remember if that's when Court Overstreet came, though. Like, I don't remember him. Yeah, he looked vaguely familiar, and I had no idea why. And, of course, we we looked it up, and he was in Glee and some... I can't remember if his character was gay or straight or played football or... Anyway, it was... It, he wasn't super memorable. Was he gay on Glee? That's what I was trying to remember. Like, did he go to the rival high school, the all-boys school, and then, like... The one kid fell in love with him. That's what I was trying to remember. Oh my gosh, he looks like cute in some of these pictures. It was not really hitting for me in the movie. He has, <laughs> I guess I will say, I when you first see him in the film, he's wearing a hat and he has this beard and he's all like ski guy. Yeah. Um, and then he takes off his hat and he is blonde. And I was a little shocked by that. He didn't read as blonde to me. No. And he didn't read his frosted tips either. Like it was a very bad dye job and very unfortunate. I mean, I guess to his character's credit, their business was in a lot of trouble. So I imagine <laughs> that splurging on hair dye wasn't the top. He's probably priority. doing the box color, like in yeah. the home bleaching. I don't know. I've, I've never um, 
gone that blonde at home, so I can't speak to that. But all right, should we just dive right into what Let's happened in this movie? And what happened in this movie, Katrina? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> so a lot happened. I feel like I say this on every episode. A lot happened. Nothing happened. So we meet Lindsay, who's essentially a Paris Hilton of sorts, because she's the daughter of a hotel tycoon, Maven. Mm-hmm. What do we call yeah, Magnate. Magnate. There's the word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Yeah. I guess it's based on Richard Branson, maybe. Oh, I could see that too. That was, that was the vibe I was getting, but. Yeah, I guess he kind of looked like Richard Branson a little bit too, so. Owns a beautiful, fancy ski resort in some undisclosed location that I assume is in the continental United States, but I assumed it was in Colorado somewhere just based on context clues. But it also, I mean, a question I have is, so there's that ski resort and then there's, we'll meet Cordover street slash Jake. His resort seems to be close by, but they don't know each other somehow. I mean, there was a lot like about the amount of communication and methods of communication in the town (laughs) that were a little bit baffling. Like, they don't really seem to have Facebook or the security and police departments don't seem to talk to each other. We can get into that a little later. Absolutely. I'm getting ahead of myself here, but we open on like Lindsay Lohan waking up in this luxury hotel that her father owns and she is being waited on hand and foot. She's getting a manicure and all this champagne for breakfast, which I was like, caviar. Yeah. Caviar. She's having it all really. And she gets dressed in her fancy outfit and goes downstairs. That's pretty much all that happens at the beginning. We establish she's rich and privileged. And then her daddy wants to give her a job just to, like, give her a job. Coordinator Uh, of atmosphere, I believe. Yes. Like, vice president of atmosphere. Something in that vein. Yes. There we go. A VP. Yeah. So she gets downstairs and we meet her boyfriend, we assume. I, from the beginning, was like, there is no way this gentleman is straight. Um... He is a bit of a social media influencer, as is she. That's, I guess, her other claim to fame is being an influencer of sorts. And I will, to the point, I definitely initially read as gay best friend. Um, but right. she, Lindsay is quite, I mean, Sierra, sorry, Sierra. Yes, Sierra. Is her name. Her name. She yeah. is quite taken with Tad. I, I get the impression that there is a little bit of imbalance in their relationship. Mm-hmm. The feelings might be going one way and then Tad is kind of using her for her fame and fortune that he yeah. wants to latch on to. They really yeah. establish how superficial they are from the jump. Absolutely. And I'm like, how are we going to fall in love with some down home guy here? I don't see how it's going to happen. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> oh, that's right. So she's walking through the resort. Well, how do we introduce Court Overstreet? Oh, so he is trying to not attack. Like a cost, <laughs> a cost. Yes, he's trying to accost her dad, uh, Daddy Beauregard. Right, that's Beauregard. Oh Bella. yes. Um, so he was skiing, and they ran into each other, and he was like, "I'll race you for to the bottom for a meeting." So they're ski racing down this mountain, and Cordover Street, aka Jake, lets him win because he's that guy, and he mm-hmm. thinks it's going to get him a meeting, and it sort of does. They have a little walk and talk where he's trying to convince Daddy Beauregard to like buy his resort to save it. And Daddy Beauregard says, no, I have my own investors, my own problems. No, thank you. Not interested. But have some hot chocolate on your way out. Yeah, hot chocolate features heavily in this film. 
Very happily. There's so much hot chocolate. I wonder if the hot chocolate lobby is sponsoring this film in any way, but Swiss Miss is all over this. I was going to say following, following for Christmas sponsored by Swiss Miss. <laughs> Dejected, our hero, Jake, carries his hot chocolate out With of the... There's like a flurry of activity and she's wearing the Balanyagi jumpsuit. It does not exist. It is made up. Cool. Okay, so okay. Balanyagi is fake Balenciaga, I would assume. Yeah, and and she, it's red, by the way. It's, it's an red. amazing outfit. Um, I would like to wear it. It's a jumpsuit, yeah. Lindsay, I mean, Sierra, right. and Jake. Um, they have an they actual have- literal run-in. Yeah. Like he's doing this spin move to get around a bellhop and he spills <laughs> the hot chocolate <laughs> all over her Valenyagi. <laughs> Do you think that was foreshadowing the accident to come or Ooh. are the AI not sophisticated enough? I wondered also if that was the accident that was going to be the plot of the movie. Cause you know, in the preview it said that there would be, an accident. So I was like, oh, this must be it. She must hit her head so hard. She's yep. mad. He offers to dry clean. Don't remember yeah, dry what clean, happened. Get some club soda and they just, Tad says, go away. Like, you've done enough. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. So he leaves all dejected and goes back to his homely, homey, homely, probably both resort. It's actually pretty cute over there. Like, it's really cute. Um, yeah, well, we'll get to the resort because I have some thoughts about better marketing for it. But um, it's quite yeah, it's cute. like a Christmas town and they just totally didn't care to blow that up for what it is. Mm-hmm. It looked yeah. like it was out of the Christmas Prince, honestly, or the Princess Switch. Yeah, yeah. Or a night before Christmas or a night for Christmas. Uh, we meet Jake's daughter at the resort. And of course, he has he's a widow or Despite appearing to only be 23, he has been widowed and has a maybe a nine or 10 year old daughter. At least eight. At minimum, she's eight. And her uh, abuela, like her grandma, is there. There's this like creepy doll that's in a drawer in his desk. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh God, yeah. this angel. August, August also watched this movie and he was like, he needs to stop molesting that doll. It's so weird. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's a tree topper in this kind of the hand up the skirt. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it has a sentimental value. It does have sentimental value, which we don't find out about until later. Not but, you know, we're supposed to be interested in this creepy doll that's in the drawer. Then we get to Tad almost committing vehicular homicide against one of the bellhops. Like, oh, yeah. He runs over his foot. <laughs> he, like, didn't need to do that. Like, he, no. there was no need for him to speed the Maserati into the place. But then when they're driving in the car, and this part was important as a Mean Girls fan, they have her sing her part from Jingle Bell Rock when the stereo breaks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the first time I watched this, I also watched this 1.5 times. I was on the elliptical and I like screamed a little bit. Um, but but Tad is not supportive of her her singing. No. And says he tells her she's pitchy. pitchy. At the Christmas Village, there's a couple on the sleigh. And this is uh, Jake's Christmas Village. There's a couple on a sleigh and like a piece that looks like it doesn't even belong on the sleigh falls into the ground. (laughs) And the guy freaks out like, is this thing safe? They go away on that. It's basically just to give the impression that the resort is falling apart. And then, oh, the magic man. There's a magic man in this movie, which is critical. Tan, pervy Santa magic man. (laughs) He's roasting chestnuts for you. Yeah. (laughs) He's kind of pervy. He definitely like looks like he 
lives in Florida most of the year. He had like a kind of a leathery face and he, he was weathered for sure. He's seen some sun. He was kind of into Abuela, right? I think there was a vibe with Abuela for sure. There was a little bit of a vibe. So maybe that'll be for falling in love or falling for Christmas too. Uh, but there's yes, a there's, tree. Yeah, there's a tree. You can make Christmas wishes. Avi puts her Christmas wish on the tree and then like Santa blows. Magic man Santa <laughs> like blows his little hair. <laughs> and you get some twinkling, tinkling yeah. little bell noises. <laughs> yeah. There's jangle bells coming. A, a gust, a gale that a- takes over the whole mountain with this Christmas wish. Well, okay. So the wish goes in the air. We don't know what she wished for because if you tell it'll come true and there's a touching moment where she asks her grandma what she wished for. And she said, do you remember what she said? Oh, like, I already got my wish when your daddy and your mommy had you. Yeah, it was really cute. It was pretty cute. I was like, oh. The wind actually ends up impacting Tad and Sierra up on the mountaintop because that's how ferocious this wind out of Santa's mouth was. <laughs> they He proposes the ring is too big. It doesn't fit. But Sierra still says yes. Because, you know, they're two influencers tying the knot. It's important for their mm-hmm. social media stats. She's wearing a hot pink snowsuit with a little round fur cap yes. that's also hot pink. It's a great outfit. It is a great outfit. And we get a nice, um, terrible green screen scene where they're <laughs> supposed to be riding on the snowmobile. And, like, the wind is buffeting her, her hat. <laughs> it doesn't look great, but it's a good time anyway getting ready for the photos and despite sierra saying i don't know how to ski tad's right. like cool put on skis um we're on top of a mountain what could possibly go wrong it'll be good for the photo she slides backwards after the big wind right yeah and he <laughs> a hole opens up in the snowbank and he yeah. falls through it's kind of a avalanche erosion situation. Um, the, um, like Roadrunner vibes, like uh, Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. Like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> the cliff just collapses. And then the movie ends because they're both dead. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how she didn't die in this arrangement, but it's a movie and they said she lived. So I guess she yeah. lived. Yeah, Christmas miracles. So what really went wrong with the sleigh ride from Jake's resort is that they found what they imagine is a dead body, but is actually Sierra still alive. (laughs) And the girl in the sleigh is like, is it a dead body? (laughs) I hope that girl wins an Academy Award. She deserves it. Tad is like disappearing off into the wilderness because he is somehow fine after his big fall. I guess his phone battery dies. Okay, so she's there. Jake finds her. He gets her up. And she doesn't know where she is. She doesn't know who she is. Now, I did a little fact check on this. I went to Mayo Clinic and I looked up amnesia to see if this sort of thing was possible. And I'm not a, I'm not a medical professional. Janny, you're also not a medical professional to my knowledge. No, no, that's not our professions. But according to the Mayo Clinic, the way it is depicted in movies where people temporarily forget who they are does not really happen. <laughs> There you have it. This is implausible. However, we're going to suspend disbelief and have a good time and say she forgot who she was. Yeah, they take her to the Band-Aid station. <laughs> that's that's what we called the, the um, hospital in my rural town, which is a wonderful institution that I hope thrives and is there forever. But it was a very small medical clinic. 
in a skiing town where you would think they would be better prepared to handle head trauma. Right. Because skiing accidents often have head trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very common. I used to work for neurosurgeons. There were a lot of skiing accidents that were treated <laughs> and I don't even live in a skiing town. She wakes up. She doesn't know who she is. She gets a little combative and the like three people that work there are frustrated with her. And then the <laughs> sheriff comes in. <laughs> Apparently the sheriff is in charge of her discharge somehow. And he decides that she needs to go home with Jake. It's the only logical solution. We don't know who you are. You don't have your ID. We're not going to try and figure it out very hard, even though this town is tiny and we should be able to solve this mystery. They were like, there's no way of knowing. Yeah. You couldn't like post on Facebook saying, Hey, we found this woman. Do you know her? It just a Google image search. Yeah. If she's an influencer, it should be really easy to figure out, but She says something about, she asks, I guess, if the inn has room service or something. And (laughs) yeah, I don't know. There's a few, like, she's not from around here um, comments. Yeah, I guess maybe that's why they didn't think she was from. That would make sense if she was so sophisticated that she didn't. But there's a luxury resort down the road. (laughs) Suspend disbelief. She's going home with Jake. And he likes it a little too much. Like, starting to get Beauty and the Beast vibes. Starting to get a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome situation. (laughs) absolutely yeah he's like well you can come home with me like what what like why why Why? (laughs) yeah we check back in with our buddy tad and he is coming up on a ice fishing shed okay so ralph is a much older man who's ice fishing ralph is the one who is in the ice fishing shack and presumably keeps tad from freezing to death yeah he like saves his life basically yeah yeah he's a real good guy real stand-up guy yeah they go on a little journey and uh it was great and i think ralph just is kind of the very like old school like western man that um you don't that that exist in these in these ski towns in Colorado, but you don't see because they're overshadowed by the the resort. But he's he's just a just a dude who's fishing and, and hunting for squirrels. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's a guy who gets it done. And apparently, he, he was done. poaching, which we find out later. Which I That's was like, right. Which I guess it's illegal to ice fish in this town. One of my favorite things that Netflix does in their movies happens next. Sierra turns on the TV. And she is looking through Netflix Christmas movies and she we watch a long preview for Castle for Christmas. I was so thrilled. I was screaming. I love when they do this. It's my favorite way they connect all the universes. Such a treat. Yeah. And you know, that film slaps. Like, I have to say, I may <laughs> rewatch right. it this year. Okay. So yeah, she wakes up. She's in a strange bed. Mm-hmm. She doesn't remember who she is. She's put into a forced labor situation. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> yeah, is she paid for this. Well, well, I mean, and this is all under the guise of the doctor saying, "Well, if you do normal things, you could get your right." Um, and and the North Star Lodge can't afford a housekeeper, so they so they're like, housekeeper just walked in. Her name is Sierra, mm-hmm. obviously. If you assume that she's working for her board, I guess her like room and board. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. I can sort of write it off, but still she didn't ask to do this. So I, yeah. Well, I mean, she doesn't really know how to do any of the things either. Right. Which is I mean, kind of the point. She's very pampered. Yeah. So that we get like a cleaning montage. And the part that was disturbing to me was, was that a bidet that was shooting water in her face? It looked like a toilet. Yeah. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> I had a moment where the the person I was watching with is uh, uh, descended from some plumbers, and I was like, oh. "That's not how toilet works, right? Like that's <laughs> like do I, I don't." I don't think so. And he was like, yeah, that's how toilet works. No, he was, he was messing with me, but um, no, that's, I can confirm that that's not how toilet works. Right. Um, you would have to have like a chute to throw it up to your face like that. Yeah. It comes from the top yeah. In mean, America. Have, it's kind of a few like a uh, slapstick cleaning. She has some like full body comedy with, um, with a fitted sheet, which yes. like, We've all been Who there. Who hasn't? But, yeah. But I mean, yeah, very, very humorous. She can't really wash clothes. She can't. She like throws the, all the detergent in the laundry and just walks yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, she can't crack an egg. She can't. Um, she is incapable of taking care of herself is pretty much what we learn here. She is yeah. so pampered. Her, her washing machine fail. She dumps the whole detergent thing in there's lots of bubbles there's lots of suds um and jake gets mad at her yeah oh, he, just, he flies off the handle i bet he never <gasps> does that beauty and the beast vibes huh hmm. oh, yeah it is that's even more to interesting. My beauty and the beast argument. interesting so he gives her all these like crappy clothes to wear that are from the lost and found which <laughs> magically fit her <laughs> and they get cuter as the days go on Oh, and at this point, we should mention that her name is Sarah. She named herself after one of the little girl's stuffed animals. So then we come up on usually my favorite point in any romance, which is the medical moment. So like, oh, she's already had one because she had her concussion, head injury, et cetera, et cetera. So Katrina, here's a segment I prepared called. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, so have you ever had a concussion? I don't think so. I got like hit in the head by a baseball that came over my neighbor's fence. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that. It was kind of funny. And I passed out and I woke up watching Looney Tunes. So like, <laughs> I, don't, I was very small. Maybe that was one, but otherwise I don't remember. So yeah. what about you? Have you had one? I have actually, I've had a concussion while skiing. Um, <gasps> Wow, you are the perfect guest. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I don't know if you know much about concussion care, but... Okay, um, tell me. What what do you know? Okay, well, true or false, um, you're supposed to lift things and walk in places where you could possibly slip and hit your head again after getting a concussion. (laughs) I'm going to go with false. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, Yeah, I think it was probably not good that she got a second head injury. Yeah, back to back. I mean, that's that's contusion territory. I mean, she's yeah. really racking them up there. Yeah. Oh, but I'm sorry. The medical moment. Yes, she's having her medical moment, and he like gives her. She's crying, right? And he gives her his handkerchief, like she's in the 1800s or something. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. Which, yeah, just adorable. He's such a. I think they keep trying to like lay on thick. Like he's such a gentleman. Wow. But like, I was getting incel vibes. <laughs> oh. He's such a nice guy. I'm like, I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. Maybe I just am cynical. I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. I think I just kept, like, I was really struggling because I I think the actor is probably, like, in his early 30s. For Lindsay sure. Lohan yeah. is, like, 36. Um, yeah. But I just, like, the character just looks so young to me. And he has a baby face. Yeah. I just, yeah, I really was, like, you know, that's a, that's, I, I feel like he was like a teen parent and yeah. Yeah. That he just, he just looked too young to have a, a child that was that age and have the child be like really well adjusted, like no shade to teen parents, but I don't know. Yeah. I just, it was like, it, 
it was I was also getting more like Big Brother vibes. So the North Star was his wife's heirloom. We come to find out that's why Abuela is probably still hanging around also to help take care of Avi. He says it's all about serving home style meals and home hot chocolate. You know, it's got that different vibe from the fancy resort. I'm like, okay, but they keep showing us the hot tub at the fancy resort and I do want to get in it. So there is an appeal there. It's beautiful. Honestly, if you watch this film, just watch it for the hot tub. You're going to see the hot tub at least three times in the first five minutes. And then you're yeah. going to keep seeing it every yeah, time so you zoom on it. Just watch the first five minutes. and We come to find out the town is called Summit Springs. There's some like tree lighting ceremony that they're all at. They say enjoy to the world for the tree lighting, which I thought was a little... They wouldn't do that around here. I'm in Ohio. <laughs> it would probably be like Santa Claus is coming to town or like oh Christmas tree or something. I don't think it would be joy to the world, but you know, maybe these people are religious out in Colorado. Maybe it's Utah. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh, it could be. Put a spin on it. That would explain maybe a lot of things. Sorry, Utah. Yeah. Like the, the hot chocolate, like obsession, sugar consumption. And... They do love the sugar. Cause it's all they got. <laughs> she sees a snow globe that looks like, the one from her childhood that her mom gave her. Or she's like, I'd remember if I'd met you before because I've never met anyone like you before. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Or if I did, I'd definitely remember it. Yeah. And I think up at this point with the, the tree lighting ceremony and, oh, he buys her the snow globe. That's what it is. Yeah. And I, I think that this is kind of the point where you start to, there may some, be some like romantic stuff building. I had trouble feeling that chemistry in this film. I felt like he was probably interested in her and she was not interested in him. <gasps> like in real life, I think she probably like when they said cut, she like ran away from him. <laughs> that is my mental image that she was like, no, thank you. I'm done. Although in the exit credits, they did show them goofing off. So I was like, oh, maybe they did like each other. Okay. But I just didn't feel the chemistry very strongly. So Sierra can make a bed now. Congrats. Yeah. She's made it. She can keep up with herself which is something she couldn't do before she had a concussion yeah a quick little falling in love montage a little icing fight while decorating cookies that's right yeah typical romantic food fight there's some (laughs) skiing um which uh true or false katrina should you try to learn to ski after you recently had a head injury you know i think that would have trouble with your balance equilibrium so i'm gonna say no False. Yeah, I, I think that that's, that's accurate. I'm not a doctor, but it seems like you, you fall a lot when you learn how to ski. And I think you that, do. And that, even if she was on the bunny slopes, it was still just like pushing the limits, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it was a, a cute way for them to, to touch oh, each that's other. Right. They fell down together. Will you forget me when you get your memory back? Oh, oh, could have broken you. Could have broken you, yeah. but they didn't. And then they almost kissed, right? Mm-hmm. This is they had not actually kissed yet. And then I think wasn't she like, "Oh, what if I have a boyfriend?" I can't remember. Oh, he what. was like, "What if you were with somebody?" That's what it was like. Mm-hmm. What if you just don't remember that you had somebody? I wrote chemistry made of cardboard, <laughs> or okay, maybe deeply religious. They have this fundraiser for the resort. That is her idea because she's a marketing genius. She starts to get those skills back, which. Love to see it. She reaches out to everybody who's ever come to the resort and signed the guest book. And yeah, she hits up the mailing party. list. It was a very nice fundraiser event and the town comes out and people, it's, it seems like he did a lot of, of a lot of services that someone who owns a, a hotel or resort probably shouldn't provide for free. Like, yeah, 
he's done so many things for free, which, like an absurd number of things. Which, yeah, and I mean, I I appreciate he is a good dude and um, very generous. It is, you know, when you have something that you can share that's easy for you to share with the world, then why not? Like support your community. But I also feel like his business is failing. And I think most of the people would have probably been okay if he just gave them like a pretty big discount or like it. Yeah, he gave some people a free honeymoon, like just straight up. It's yours. Yeah. yeah um, which was again, really generous, but I mean, I don't know. I, I think they would have probably been okay with like a, a big discount or something. I don't know. Just, just not a very savvy business person. He's, yeah, he puts his heart before his business. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's leading him straight into the toilet. Oh, they get in a little fight. He's like, what do you know about memories? You can't even remember your name. Ooh, Ooh sick burn, Jake. Yeah. And then he's like, Sarah, wait, you make me feel things. Yeah, that's the, that's know, the most romantic. If a boy chased after me and said, you make me feel things, I'd turn right around. Oh, because she's trying to convince him to put the angel out. And he's like, what do you know about memories? He's all like <laughs> sensitive in his feelings. They meet up again at the Christmas Eve party and she's stunning in a red dress with a big slit. And yeah, grandma got out. her like a very, very sexy dress. Yeah, grandma was like, I got something for you. I'm like, grandma is trying to get Jake laid. In yes, her books. absolutely. Yeah. She's like, I'm tired of this sad sack. Like, <laughs> I need him to like get it Shack in up. and pull up some pull some more weight around here emotionally and and if he's happy in a relationship maybe then she'll feel the ability to go after tan santa that's right we got to get him settled so that she can go off and have her thing with yeah santa. yeah i agree and that's when all the people come and say like wow you can have this money here's some mm-hmm. money i owe you it's like a million I- IOUs get turned in. So in my day job, I am an urban planner. And yes. one of the things that the the mayor of the town said is that, that he declared the inn a historic site, which I think is very nice in theory. Sure. However, I do fear, and I'm not a historic preservation planner, but I know enough to be dangerous. I do fear that while it may open them up to grant funds, a lot of those grant funds may require a 20% match if they're from the federal Mm, government. So, you know, you still need to chip in some money. Um, In addition, there are greater stipulations to the types of things you can do, the types of materials you can use. You may have to get certain approvals. Um, So while it is a very – don't get me wrong, these programs are very wonderful and important and improve a lot of historic places. And But I do fear that some of the stipulations that come with this designation may make it difficult for him to do the renovations that are necessary and also potentially grow the resort um, in a way that is really fiscally um, feasible for him. So uh, I guess I was like, oh, that's a nice idea that may actually be more trouble for him. But yeah, you have to have money to get money. I mean, yeah. that's the long and short of it. Yeah. And so I don't know, maybe the program is a little different in Utah or Colorado. But I heard <laughs> that and I was kind of like, oh, like, thanks a lot there. And I, you know what? I, again, not opposed to historic preservation not opposed to federal regulations or other regulations. I just think that this this may be like a kind of a 
mm, you thought you were doing a really nice thing for this guy and now everything's going to be more expensive. So I've watched other, I think I watched a Lifetime Christmas movie. I'm going to plug it right now. It's called Snowden Christmas, I think. I've watched it way too many times. <laughs> it's like sick how many times I've watched this movie. So anyway, there's this historic in, and they get the historic designation so that nobody like bulldozes it and turns it into a shopping center, which I'm like, that makes sense as a historic landmark, but they aren't asking for grant funding because the ends run by Santa Claus, spoiler alert. So anyway, that's a, an appropriate use of historic landmarks. Where it's like, you don't want it to get torn down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But grant funding, not so much. Well, yeah. and I feel like for this one, it it's not, it doesn't seem that there's actually much of a threat that it would get torn down as no. much that it would get sold to somebody else. Like, Which he I, wants to sell it. He wants to sell it, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's like, well, yeah, he says he's like considered going back to the city or whatever and doing other things. So, but he hangs on to it for his wife's memory. It's more likely that it's going to get acquired by um, Mr. Beauregard or whatever. And it's going to be like his like rustic arm. Oh, yeah. It could be like a rock bottom price that he gets if he goes under. Thinking about the real estate market and this film. So, I mean, I think it seems very likely that they would get acquired by somebody. I also like they mention a few times like competing with Airbnb and mm. I just don't understand why they didn't just list it on Airbnb because right, you can list in spaces on Airbnb. Absolutely. And like, that's the kind of shit, like a lot of people of, um, I don't know if I could curse. I'm sorry. I said the yeah. S bomb. Yeah. Um, it's like, okay. A lot of people of my generation, I'm speaking for the millennials and I'm sure younger, like don't really like to talk on the phone. No. So it seems like their, their booking service is phone based and, mm-hmm. For me to call a hotel when I'm not like in an absolute emergency situation, in which case I will call a hotel, but to make a booking is much less likely. But I will choose a hotel over somebody's private home if I see it on Airbnb because I, yeah. I like anyway, I'm I a just, hotel girl too. Yep. Yeah. I think that they could just do, do that, like list all the rooms on Airbnb. They would go very quickly. It would be a really fun experience. You have these Airbnb experiences now. So, you know, I just, I really like, I think that this inn really needs the marketing shakeup that Sierra is providing it. I think so too. I, I agree with that. I think that they have a high barrier to entry by not having online booking, it seems, mm-hmm. or at least not heavily used online booking. The fact that when things go well, the phones light up. I'm like, what is this place? So there's a uh, search party for Ralph and Tad since mm-hmm. Ralph's car is abandoned by the ice fishing hole. And oh, there. and when Lindsay Lohan's dad gets back, there are some flowers yes. from Tad that say it's like, what, can't wait to take you away or something? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so they're like, like, oh, this is fine. Vaguely ominous. And they're like, Tad has taken her. She's <sighs> specified not to be disturbed. So the hotel staff. Anyway, long story short, like nobody's looking for this girl. That's how she ends up like being at the hotel for a bunch well, of like, days. The hotel staff is kind of like, huh, it's weird that she's not there but we're not going to raise the alarm because then it'll show that we don't, we're not doing our jobs or something. Mm-hmm. They're at the police station or like Ralph and Tad finally show up there. Are they arrested? Did they come in? Ralph is arrested for poaching. Mm-hmm. Maybe for poaching. Tad is too. I don't, I don't know. But I think they let him go. Cause he's just like a bystander. Tad's like, Oh, let Ralph go. And the, sh- and is like, it's Christmas. And the sheriff's like, <laughs> eh. and then the other cop like rolls his eyes, but undoes the cuff. So Ralph roams free and can, 
can get back to poaching immediately. Oh, Jake asks Sierra Sarah to do the final inspection of the party and try out the dance floor. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen. Is there going to be romance? Oh, and then the whole town arrives at once. That was one of the... (laughs) This is another thing that I love in TV and movies is like when everybody shows up at the same time, like, did they all arrive on the same bus? Did they all park and there was a gate? We're all stuck behind the same snowplow. That's true. So that was why they're like, nobody's coming. It's late. And then, yeah. And then everyone came and everyone gave money. Just, yeah, Tad shows up there. Oh, I bet what it was when Tad, and this is not in the film. This is just me trying to connect the dots. When Tad was at the station and he was like, oh, no, no. And they're finally like, where's Sierra? Then I guess the cop was probably like, oh, well, this random chick showed up. And yeah, I mean, I will say with this film, um, there really are no villains in the film. Like that's true. It, and like Todd, true. you know, Todd is is obnoxious, but he he's not he's he's, not he's selfish, but he's not malicious. Right. He's just self involved, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. maybe to excess, but that's okay. Yeah, like he he's not. He does seem to care for Sierra in in a a certain self motivated way, but. Right. He don't know no better. He's just doing his best out here. Yeah. You know, Tell us that I was disturbed that the sheriff sat on this the whole time that he was like, there's this girl missing, but we're going to be super chill about it. Yeah. Cause we're it's not Christmas. It's alert. the holidays. <laughs> like, no one's going to look for her because it's December 22nd. It's not even like Christmas yet. Oh yeah. We get the love montage again so that we can see like how they fell in love. The magic man shows up and gives him the sleigh or like leaves the sleigh available that was for sale, but it was too fancy for what Jake could afford. And oh. he decides he's going to ride away and tell her that he loves her. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, when Tad comes and gets her, Tad and her dad um, come and they're like, Sierra. And she's like, that's my name. Um, <laughs> and it's like, we're engaged. And so she's just like, okay, cool. Peace out. Um, yeah. She leaves. And yeah, and the phone's ringing off the hook because she publicized, she must've posted or Tad posted their social media about the North star mm-hmm. and suddenly it's happening. So then we get to the part that I predicted from the beginning. and was very excited about <laughs> Tad and Terry, the bellhop are hooking up. Like they just decide this thing with Sierra is over. And therefore I'm moving on with bellhop Terry. Yeah. So wait, but does he break up with her first or. Or do or they just move on? They just move on. And and I think, but but Sierra's like, I'm engaged. What? Right. She's confused because she kind of forgot it all. Anyway. Yeah, she had a head injury. Oh, and the yeah. magic man directs Jake to be like, she's in the back. Oh, and then they decide to spend the holidays together. And then they finally kiss. I swear to God, he kisses the side of her mouth. I don't think they even, <laughs> like, these are professional actors. This is not like a stage production of Romeo and Juliet. And wow, like, they're like putting the hand over the mouth to do the kiss. <laughs> yeah, he's leaning her back, like the camp kiss, which more convinced me that they just weren't in love. And, but I was like, Lindsay Lohan is such a pro, but she's not going to put up for a real kiss. Like, I just. Yeah, I there to, must have been I was some. in a stage production and had to really kiss a guy, and it sucked. <laughs> he was weird. <laughs> like, why did I have to go through it? And Lindsay Lohan did. Yeah, I don't she know. She got out of it. Hmm. Lucky. But now she's going to work at the North Star. And I wrote Stockholm Syndrome as my final note because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. Developed feelings for him in a captive kind of way. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I will say she's quite good at it, at the stuff at the end and welcoming people and um, the holiday cheer. And I feel like she was just kind of a, an aimless rich kid that, that never had to do much. And because of that, and I've heard this from people that grew up incredibly wealthy, that, that they're sort of like, if you don't actually have to have a job, like you, you sometimes are aimless. And so I think that like, the humbling nature of a job. head injury and then it really gave her purpose to have to learn how to use a fitted sheet and um, clean a <laughs> toilet. A and then yeah. with that purpose, she found herself in the North Star Lodge and, and is the mom figure to a, a really wonderful, precocious child. Yeah. And, Very emotionally uh, intelligent child. So that's the end of that film, huh? Yeah, that's the end. That's a wrap on it. I'm going to assign you, especially because you love Tan Santa so much in this one, I'm going to give you Santa Claus emojis. So, Janny, how would you rate this film in Santa Claus emojis? Out of of five. Out of five. five. I thought this was a delightful film. It was delightful to see Lindsay Lohan. Scenery was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Outfits were on par. Hot chocolate looked delicious. I'm going to say it's a three out of five. So the first time I watched it, I was like, this was delightful. I love seeing Lindsay Lohan. Loved how cute she looked in the little inn. Mm-hmm. Loved the child. Like I, I thought it was delightful. And then the second time, I was less delighted. So I'm going to give it three Santa Claus emojis. Okay. And a Lindsay Lohan gets five. It's like when Elton John and Britney Spears came out with a song together. It's like, even if that song was trash, which it's not, everyone would have listened to it nonstop because we were just happy to have Britney back. And that's how I feel about Lindsay being back. I would give it initially two Christmas tree emojis, which is a very low score. And I'm so sorry. However, Lindsay brings it up to a three. The fact that they threw in Jingle Bell Rock, I mean, I just died. It, <laughs> the first 10 minutes of the film were incredibly satisfying for me. Um, the rest of it, not so much. I think that potentially there could have also been a parent trap situation yes. where where the, the child is trying to to find romance for her her father yeah. and what does this movie teach us about christmas you hit your head you can still find love on christmas you no know, maybe you should disregard conventional concussion aftercare wisdom and you and might find the new love of your life and you might find the love of your life <laughs> Maybe just see what happens out there after you. It's a chance to start over. You yeah, it is a chance. I'm so sorry to people that that have had frequent concussions and and are. Yeah, we're not trying to be insensitive here. This no. movie is trying to be insensitive. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, and yeah, maybe there's something to making a Christmas wish, yeah. if nothing else, to cause an avalanche. Yeah. Yeah, be careful making wishes. Be careful if there's snow around you. Bad things can happen or like a slippery hill, mudslides, any of it. Yeah. We don't want it. Do you think that climate change has an impact on Christmas wishes? Like, do you think it was more eruptive because of climate change? Yeah, more 